Pulled up on the scene and then I had to make it rock. My account and check the stocks. What? My numbers going up. I just had hey to everybody, make- welcome to uh, episode three of Vibe Checks. Thanks for tuning in. The song you just heard was titled Hot Shot. It's the new single by the rapper Dell. And today we have uh, Dell on the show with us. Uh, thanks for joining us, Dell. How you doing? Yo, I'm I'm doing good, bro. Thank y'all for having me, bro. I'm excited. Yeah, of course. Ain't no problem. Um, so you know, just before we get started, uh, tell the people a little bit about yourself. All right. So I'm Dell. Um, I'm a student at Virginia Tech. Uh, I'm a sophomore in BIT. Um, I'm also a rapper, as he introduced me. Um, like as uh, Miles told you, I just dropped my new single, Hot Shot, and right now I'm kind of finishing up my album. So. Yeah, that's why I'm doing. All right. So uh, how's uh, quarantine going for you so far? Bro, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Quarantine sucks, bro. Like, <laughs> I feel <laughs> on that one. Yeah, yeah, I'm not feeling this at all. Like, I need I need to go outside. My parents yeah. are pissing me off. <laughs> it's, just... it, it, it's a vibe check. It's a vibe check. It really is. You go from yeah. you go from being in college by yourself for close to two years, and then it's like you're back in high school, and it's just it's just not it. It's just not it. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Like once you go to college, like you can never go you can never really go back to that same setup at home where definitely not like yeah. Winter yeah. break is hard enough and then they're hitting us with a two, three month quarantine. <laughs> like come on now. And it's not like we're just at home. We're like on lockdown. We can't even go to places like the barber shop. Like I don't know about Exactly. You. I miss the barber. Oh good God. You already know I miss the barber. My hair is struggling right now. The beard you've seen the beard, you know how it is. Yeah. It's it's intense out here. Yeah, I had to uh, settle. My brother, he cut his own hair, so he gave me a haircut yesterday. Put a lot of trust oh, in him. So he, so yeah, he actually did a pretty solid job. Like, I'm not upset about it. I did yeah. one. I saw I'm that. Starting, good. Yeah, shout out. I'm starting to look like uh, Frederick Douglass. So I, said, no. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. Time for a cut. Time for a cut. But uh, hey, it is what it is. Tyrone, if you're listening, that's my barber. I miss you. I'm booking <laughs> you. Be back soon. Clear out. I mean, I'm just hoping they lift some things. Like, by like June, like I'm, I'm hoping I can go to the barbershop by June at least. Like, <laughs> but honestly, like I, I have no idea. I'm just, I'm just hoping they let me just get some fresh air, do something. I don't know. Yeah, I feel <laughs> that. I feel that. All right, so um, want to get into like your music a little bit. Um, so what kind of inspired you to start, you know, doing uh, music? Uh, okay, so um, when I first started doing music, um, so I actually started off uh. I was I was writing songs for my brother because him and his friends like were making music as a joke. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like they couldn't write for like anything. So like he would, <laughs> and like like when I was in like middle school and stuff like that, I was good at poetry. So I was so I just started just like writing songs for him and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I got I got really into it. And like once I saw like I was writing songs for him and I didn't like the way he was performing them, and I thought I could do them better. So like okay. um after a year of writing for him, I decided I was gonna rap. And then mm-hmm. I found one of my friends from high school. Um, who was also interested in the same thing like he had been writing songs too so we just came together and just like made our own like rap duo in our school and then so we found someone that was able to uh like engineer the songs for us mm-hmm. and like do all the technical work and we released a single and like locally it did pretty good for us and then we were just we just went off like that and then um after I graduated from high school um I decided to go solo and Thus, here I am, Dale. That's pretty cool, man. And um, speaking of uh, your lyrical abilities and stuff, um, I was actually listening to that song, This Is Dale. Miles actually recommended me to listen to that one. Um, your lyrics in that one, I really I really messed with. Uh, you had this one part that said, this is the after I had to hold up, like the reference from Eminem's song when he did that. And I, I, oh, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. hella vibed with that. So when I heard that, I was like, yo, <laughs> it's so clear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, when I was in when I was in middle school, like Eminem was like that was my that was my genre right oh, there. Same, like, same. You know, it's <laughs> crazy. We were um, I think it was two episodes ago. We were talking about Eminem and how is he a legend or not? Because everyone respects Eminem, mm-hmm. but do you think him continually making music that's subpar is hurting his legacy? What do you think about that? I mean, I think at this like I think at this point like. I feel like he's like a solidified legend and now he's just kind of like able to do whatever he wants. Cause I, okay. I feel like once you hit like that legend status, like, and then you fall off, like everything after that, no one cares about anyway. Like you're <laughs> only focused on your prime, you know? Yeah. So he, he can, he can, he can drop all this, you know, BS music, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Okay. So, all right. Fair enough. Good analysis. Um, do you play any instruments or do you just write and perform? Oh man, I wish. When I was in middle school, I played clarinet, but that, that's as far as I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay, I can't okay. see that helping you in your rap career. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The next clarinet solo for the intro. Oh, that's what I understand. Yeah. So, um, when it comes to artists and stuff, like who do you think influenced you the most? Oh, for me, it was easily it was easily Kanye West. Ooh, like, okay. Um, his, shout his out whole Kanye. Approach, yeah. yeah, shout out Kanye. Really excited. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like his whole approach to music, where um. Like he like what really defined him was he didn't ever want to be put in like a box like he he want to be labeled as oh this certain type of rapper or well even when he initially started he didn't want to be just a producer mm-hmm. he wanted to be a rapper so then he went ahead and been a rapper and then yeah. when he started rapping he didn't stick to one formula like with all his early albums like every single one is like completely different like and he kept reinventing himself reinventing himself and it wasn't really anything he was scared to do so kind of like that fearless mentality of music is kind of like what. I try to I try to take from him the most. So yeah, that's pretty much why he, he would be my biggest influence. What's your um favorite uh Kanye West album? Oh, uh, Dark Fantasy. That's that, that, that's that's my favorite album. Ooh, yeah. nice, 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 nice. So yeah. yeah, he has a lot of good ones out 100%. there. One that takes me back is uh Eight Away from Heartbreak. Oh, that one. Oh, true. That one does it for me. But yeah, he has. What are, he's a quality if, he, if he's um one of your like main influences, what are your thoughts and feelings about his transition to it, like with his new album? Like, what, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I think I, I, I so with this transit with this transition into like his his faith and everything mm-hmm. like that, like like I was I was completely on board with that too because I'm 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 Christian as well. Okay. So I was like I was like oh, I was like oh good right. for him. But um, as far as like, the album went, um, I, I'm not gonna lie to you, I was a little disappointed because like it wasn't like I didn't have a problem with him not cursing or anything mm-hmm. like that. It was just like it felt like the album, like he didn't, it he like it had a lot of potential, but he didn't see that potential through. Right. And like in Kanye West fashion, like he does everything to the max, like like yeah. he's a perfectionist, and that just didn't seem like a perfectionist type of album. So like I wasn't really I wasn't really feeling it too much. Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that one. I feel like there was there was a lot more he could have done with the album, but uh, yeah, yeah, like all okay. the songs were so short, it was mm-hmm. ridiculous. <laughs> And, and building off that, you're you're a creative and you're um, a musician, and you see how musicians like transition. What do you think about people that try to like you know box a musician in? Like, what are your thoughts on that? You know, I mean, like I always I always get mad when like when like um like fans of an artist they'll they'll come after an artist for trying something new, mm-hmm. but like like imagine like like for example, even for Kanye, like I'm like like people like to hate on him like in the moment, and like mm-hmm. years ahead they start to realize oh this was good, so like. People, people would always say like, "Oh, I w- we want that old Kanye that like you know those soul samples like mm-hmm. the, like that good feel and stuff." But like, 
if Kanye made the same that that same stuff every album, you guys would get tired of him. You know, yeah. artists have to re- they have to reinvent themselves. Like, yeah. and as fans, like I don't think people really appreciate the fact that well, I don't think people really appreciate when their art- favorite artist reinvents himself. Like, I think that's the dopest thing ever. Like, try whatever you want to do, be fearless in it, and just do it to the max. You know, as long yeah. as you work, as, like, as long as an artist like works hard on his work and tried something different yeah, i'm with 100%. it for sure for sure all right so right now apple music or spotify whichever one you use what's your favorite song right now oh my favorite song right now Shoot. right now ah uh, uh top of my head um i've been listening to the song uh called versace by uh, west side gun from uh griselda okay uh, like it uses like a, like he's just rapping over a, like this like constant soul sample and it's just like so like beautiful to me okay 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 if you had an all-time favorite song what would that be Ah man, <laughs> damn! Ah oh, man, one. I hate doing. That's a tough one because there's so many, so many up there. Um, oh, uh, I might go with uh, "Rock With You" by uh, Michael Jackson. Ooh, yeah. Oh hell yeah, I, I support that. I support that a lot. Yeah, you can't beat any Michael Jackson mm-hmm. song for being all the way. Got some good stuff in there. Yeah, no. <laughs> good pick. Good pick. Um, what do y'all got? Oh, for our favorite song. Ooh, oh man. Yeah, shoot. <laughs> That is a hard question. You want to go first, Neil? I was going to hope you could go, so I got some time to think. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I'd say currently, right now, I've been listening to a lot of Anderson Pack. Oh, true, true, true. Because I feel like, also, like, you know, music is always, it, it's fitting for a certain situation you're in. This is a very, I won't call it relaxed time, but this is a time where, you know, you're just laying low. Mm-hmm. And Ventura, that album is just such a vibe. So Come Home by Anderson Pack featuring uh, Andre 3000. That's like my Ooh. favorite song right now. It just it, it does it for me, you know? Yeah. yeah I think Yeah, yeah I feel mm-hmm. that. And no, no, go, go ahead, Seth. Oh, I was just gonna say and, and just Pac's vibe is just like it's just so like different. He seems yeah. like, like generally having fun with the music. He really is. He's like, he's versatile because like he stays in the same, you know, kind of style, but it's like you can get a nice chill song or a, a fast song and he's well rounded, yeah. I think. Yeah. Did, did you go to the concert? The Anderson Pack concert? I did, but I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't remember it. They're like they Oh my god, <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. All right, Neil, what's your favorite song? Right um, now? uh, for right now, I-, I was thinking more like all time kind of song. For, so my all time favorite song, I probably okay. have to go. This might sound a little basic, but um, probably No Role Models by J Cole. That song is just, it's just so sorry, iconic, and, like, every time I hear it, like, I, like you know, there's songs you skip. I don't think I've ever skipped No Four Miles, like, if it comes yeah. on, like, I just can't. Mm-hmm. It's just too good. So, uh, since we're talking about, like, different different areas of music and stuff, um, how do you feel about, like, the current state of music, like, in terms of when people, you know, refer to, like, some of the OG um, artists in the in the era as, like, old heads, and then we got, like, new people coming out, like, Young Boy and, like, Blueface, like, and, like, the difference between them, like, what's your whole take on that? I mean, I, I think, like, I, I know a lot of old heads that complain about the state mm-hmm. of rap today, but I, I think this is the best era of rap because, solely because you can literally get whatever mm-hmm. you want. Like, we have all types of rap. You can get whatever you want. Like, you want some lyrical stuff, there's rappers for that. You want you want some, you know, mumble rap, we got that. You, know? <laughs> you want some singing rap, we got that. You know, like, a- anything yeah. you want, you can have it. Actually, really, actually, that's a good way to actually look at it. I feel like there's always been sides. Like, either you like, you know, like, the mumble rap yeah. or you like, like, the lyrical, like, kind of stuff. But I, I like the way you put that, like, the way that you kind of can get whatever you want. Yeah. It's out there. You just got to find it. Mm-hmm. This is just to, like, build off a little bit. We're talking about the state of music. This is take us back to a little bit of old school and old heads. Are you more of an East Coast rap guy or a West Coast rap guy? Uh, 
I would I would say I'm more West Coast, but okay. over over the like when I first started listening to rap, like I was more West Coast, but now I'm starting to appreciate like East Coast rap, like yeah. especially like this year. This year I really started to appreciate like East Coast rap, East Coast rap, like um, uh, like even like old school stuff. Like Biggie's one of my favorite rappers. Okay. Um, I started getting into Wu Tang. Okay. Yeah, um, Wu Tang's. Yeah, I've been getting hit to them lately too. They're they're legit. Yeah, yeah, like I, I, I don't know what took me so long to listen to him. Like I, I didn't, I, I didn't listen to a single Wu Tang album until last year. Like I actually rap. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're cold. They're cold. They're cold. All right. So you know, quarantine, a lot of time for yourself and everything. Since you're creative, hasn't been like a productive time for you. A lot of time to make new material, or how's that been for you? See, it's a little weird because like I, 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 I make, I make music. I make the. Uh, I can't even speak. So I'm like most creative when um when I'm under pressure and like like in times where I shouldn't be creative I'm usually creative. So for example like last last year um I was studying for like three finals mm-hmm. and I really didn't want to do that and I was just feeling mad creative so I just dropped all of it and just started writing a bunch of music mm-hmm. and stuff yeah. like that. Like it's really really has to do with like what my energy's at. So uh one one hard thing about quarantine is like. Like I like I'm just, I just don't have a lot of energy. Like I usually get my yeah. energy from being around other people and just mm-hmm. like having a good time. But I don't really have that too much now. So yeah, um, I feel that. So I've I haven't been doing as much as I want to. But even then, I have like little spurts of like creativity where I just like go in and just record like three or four songs in a day. But sure, yeah. Sure. So you know, building off of that, you know, your first album came out this past year. I believe it was titled First Day Out or First Year Out. It was uh, my first year. My first year, yeah. And so, when you made that, was that like a, what was the process of you making that album, you know? Was it all at one moment, or did it take you, how long did it take you to make that whole album? So, for my first year, so that came out in July. It came out in July. So, mm-hmm. um, I started, so my whole process started off uh, with me just doing singles. Like, I wasn't too concerned about trying to make a project, because I was, I was just like, I was trying to get a feel of like me as a solo rapper. Yeah. So I was just feeling it out, dropping singles, and then I think it was around like winter break of uh, winter break of the 2018 to 2019 school year. That's when I started really going in, like writing more songs. Um, I, I wrote uh, Absolute, which is like uh, my, my favorite song I made. Okay. Um, and yes, and then just throughout the school year, I was kind of like putting a little like small touches on it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, like look at looking back on it now, like I mean the project wasn't very focused for like what an album should be and that like I realized that like as I was working on my next one like um I didn't really I didn't really put all my creative energy into making a focused project so it's a little it's a little it's a little like weird to me now but yeah I mean I learned from it so yeah Yeah. and how do you feel about it's like one more build-up question on this because we're talking about albums how do you feel about like rappers that drop an album every like two three years Versus people like the baby, he has like two new albums out in <laughs> three months. What do you think is better? Do you, is there a style you prefer when it comes to like dropping music? I mean, I think like I think some people like I, th- I think dropping albums every two to three years is kind of um, overrated. Like I think okay. I think I think people think when someone's like doing an album for three years, it means they're just constantly working for three years. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of times, some a lot, a lot of times some of these artists just be lazy for like two <laughs> years and then then it'll take like a six month process to like mm-hmm. make an album. Like so that's that's why I don't I don't read into it too much okay. for how long someone's making an album. But at, but on the other hand, like I don't think people should be dropping two albums in a mm-hmm. year. You know, I'm like okay. like 
you got to give yourself a break and then you have to like like uh evaluate what you just dropped and see how you can improve so that process of like doing like two projects in a year like that's kind of crazy to me yeah. but, okay <laughs> i mean so you care about the quality of your music oh yeah no most definitely like okay. there's no like if it's, if it's not if, if it's not up to par there's no point in dropping that's it point. that's a good point there no one else's time your new album that you were working on is uh you got like a kind of a time frame for when you might be able to expect when you're gonna be dropping it or oh man so 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 my next project i'm, I'm calling it uh, okay. Software okay. Slump. okay uh yeah, I was supposed to. I was supposed to finish it. Well, I was supposed to finish mm-hmm. it over the month of March, and it was literally supposed to come out like, like I had planned it out and everything. It's supposed to come oh, out no literally way. this week. Wow. Okay. wow. <laughs> yeah, it, it was supposed to come out this week, and then <laughs> Corona hit, and like everything just mm-hmm. flew out the window. Like I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't record my engineer anymore. Like I had a whole rollout plan. Like I was doing, like I, I was doing, like I was uh, planning on doing like four to five shows in the month of wow, April yeah. to like just help promote it um i was supposed to do a cover shoot after spring break like it was all mm-hmm. really planned out but like everything just flew out the window with the uh, corona so that's crazy um, yeah so I, I had to uh reschedule it to september so hopefully in september we're able to go back but if not i'm, I'm still i'm still drop it regardless like I'll, I'll figure out a way to do it but it's like almost it's like almost done y'all like, have four songs left to record y'all heard it first uh sophomore slump coming out september <laughs> and um <laughs> yeah. talking about you kind of want to have your album more like focused and uh, by that did you mean like a kind of subject like are you kind of revolving this this album more around one kind of topic like what, what did you mean by that so um so with uh, when, when i did my first year like there was certain topics i wanted i, I wanted my first year to mm-hmm. kind of display where my head was at mm-hmm. and um i think in my in my opinion i think i failed to do that like i think there was like too many moments on there where i kind of drifted mm-hmm. away from that so um, with sophomore slump, I kind of, I kind of literally wanted to like expand on that topic of where am I at, and I wanted to do it in a way that was like well, which was like um easy for like the listener to understand. So, so I covered like different topics um that that are just on my mind in my life, and like I think there's there's basically like three like distinct topics that you can easily like notice when you're listening to it. So, yeah, I'm I'm awesome. excited to do it here, man. Nice. Okay. So, um. When we're talking about like lyrics and like the, like the process of making music, where do you kind of get the inspiration for that? Um, see, I like sometimes like like really like all it really takes for me is to um I need to hear a real like a good beat like if I hear a good beat that catches my attention like I'll literally like my brain will like go into like like overdrive and I'm like I'm like so anxious to like just write the song like and like when when I get that feeling like it kind of just writes itself you know um. I've been um I've I've been like rap I've been rapping since 2017 writing since 2016 so um just through all that experience like it just, like my writing just got better like I don't even think about it like it just kind of just gets better at like the more I do it so um I don't think I I don't think I necessarily have like a distinct like mm-hmm. inspiration for lyrics um I just kind of like ta- I think I think I kind of just take take like small little pieces from my favorite artists and then twist them in my own way and, and into a way where it's just like my my style of writing and it's just like its own cons- consistent Definitely, like, style. yeah and then one thing that i really liked about your music is that um like there's a lot of rappers that come up nowadays and i kind of feel like like they're mimicking like other rappers or like they're taking kind of their styles a bit too much i, did, yeah. I, I didn't get that at all mm-hmm. you. like I, you like you're you're like you're just dealt like you're not like you're not like a like a copy of like, yeah. like ski mask or copy of like yeah. Kendrick or copy of you know who knows like I feel like you kind of got like a good mixture of all of the people that influenced you, and you took like the best parts of them and kind of put that in your songs. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that that was the goal, you know, because like I I hate I hate hearing like rappers like mm-hmm. I mean uh, people mimic someone else. Like when I first when I first started uh, rapping in twenty seven like twenty seventeen, that was like during like the SoundCloud era, and like <laughs> every lo- every local rapper I knew was yep. just copying each other's flows and stuff like that. And even even on the SoundCloud, mm-hmm. see, like a lot of them sounded the same to me. So I was like, yeah, yeah. I can't be doing none of that. So yeah, I just kind of took took whatever styles I wanted put my own twist on it and just kind of ran with it until it developed into something yeah, that was like completely its own. Sure. That's nice. So you talked about, you know, performing and everything. And I guess a lot of people always wonder what it's like to do shows and stuff. What's the, uh, like the biggest audience you've had for a, a concert? Oh, shoot. So biggest audience I had was, um, I did, I did, I did Gobbler Fest. So okay. I, it's, it's weird. Cause I don't know if it counts as an audience. Cause there's just people that like, there's just like people out there. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, everyone can hear it, so <laughs> <laughs> I guess that counts as an audience. I don't even know how many mm-hmm. people were there, but I, I would say thousands. But okay. do you yeah, get like, yeah, that was fun. Do you get nervous before the concert, or is that like easy for you? Do you like performing in front of a crowd? Man, man, let me tell you, <laughs> I do not like performing. I'm not gonna lie. To you. Really, <laughs> I do not like performing at all. Okay, but like, okay. I understand. I understand. It's like it's like it's like one of those necessary evils <laughs> in, my, in my mind. I'm like, yeah, you, we we gotta do it, you know. But um. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely, I definitely do get nervous before a performance, though. But like, yeah. by the time I get on stage in my head, I'm just like, you know what? I'm gonna go do this, and it's gonna be over, <laughs> and then I can go home. <laughs> is it is it like hard for you to like remember? And you wrote the song, so like you know the words. But when you're out mm-hmm. there, you know, actually doing it, not in the studio, is it hard to like you know remember each line for line, or is it just like such a part of you? It just comes out like like clockwork. Yeah, yeah. Like when you when you're when you're just writing them, like because you the process of like making the songs, like you have to write it, and then before I even like do a demo, like I rap it to myself like so many times as I'm writing it, and then mm-hmm. I do a demo, and then I have to re-record, 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 and so finally until finally the final song comes out, and I have to listen to the final song to make sure like everything I want is the way I want it, and then by that time like there's no way I could possibly forget anything. Okay. So like tattooed onto you. Yeah, it's basically tattooed onto you. Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I haven't told Neil this. I think we were trying to get Cordell for a um, we were our business friend was trying to have a music festival and we were trying to get Dell to perform and it was mm-hmm. about to happen, but you know, Corona messes stuff up. So hopefully, yeah, yeah. we can uh get you out for yeah. one of our events sooner than later. Um, what's the best concert you've been to since we're on the topic of concerts? Best concert I've been to, um, shoot, I would say it was I would say it's a tie between um. The uh, TDE, uh, they, when they came to Jiffy in like 2018. Yeah, was like, I went to that. Yeah, yeah, it was that one. And then also that same summer, I went to, I went to uh, the Chris Brown concert. Oh, okay. like, I thought that oh. one was dope, too. Yeah, I, yeah, I could definitely see that, really man. Good yeah. that's, that's cool. Yeah, I'm not even on Chris Brown like that. Like, I mean, I like, I mean, like everyone, everyone, everyone knows Chris Brown's songs. Yeah. But, like, I wasn't like a super Chris Brown fan, but like, just like the, the like the him as a performer, yeah. he's just dope. Yeah. Do you think Chris Brown for our generation will be like a legend? What's like, oh, y'all kids don't know about Chris Brown, or what do you think about that? Uh, uh, no doubt, mm-hmm. I can already see, I can already see that happening. Just you mimicking <laughs> that voice right there, I can already see it happening. <laughs> yeah, y'all don't know nothing about Chris Brown, like you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chris Brown a legend to me. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. All right, so you know, everyone has the songs they'll show their friends and listen to whatnot, and songs are like, oh, let me play what play this. What's like an artist? Who you love, but you're embarrassed to admit it. I mean, recently I got into some R and B, but I'm, 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 I haven't. I wouldn't really be embarrassed about that. So, if I were to do like rappers, like okay. oh, I, I like Nav. Yeah, I think I think we got to. I like Nav yeah, too. Honestly. I like Nav too. The one that came out with uh with Travis Scott and Turk. Oh, 
I think it went hard on that one. So. Yeah, Turks, that was hard. So, all right, you know, everyone has different music tastes, and, like, you can mm-hmm. say that about your music. Your music is versatile, different styles of songs. And Neil and mm-hmm. I were talking about our favorite songs of yours, and mine were This Is Dell, Hot Shot, and Insomnia, which okay. goes like heat. I like them because, you know, if you haven't listened to one of those songs yet, you should go listen mm-hmm. to them. Dell goes hard on those songs, like, you're in it. I like those. Like I added them to my workout playlist. I'm like, this is. Oh, that's what's up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Get those streams up. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and then uh, for our listeners out there, if y'all have been looking at our Instagram account, you saw we did a, a poll the other day, and it was uh, I shared a Spotify playlist of like some of my favorite songs right now at the moment. Neil had his out there, and I'm happy to say that most of the people out there have common sense. None of us are musicians. Dell is a musician, and Dell got a chance to listen to both the uh, playlists. So uh, I did. What, what do you think? What's the uh, verdict? No, I'm not, I'm not saying MGK is whack. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying yeah, I, I, people are fans I, of MGK. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I respect the fact you ride for him, though. I respect the fact you ride for him. So. <laughs> I, I, listened to, I, I remember yeah. the first broadcast. You were riding for him hard. I was like, okay, okay, I see you. And I will give Neil this. <laughs> Neil's a loyal MGK fan, and... It, I just don't know. Like, he's good for on shuffle. Like, when I shuffled Neil's playlist and I heard it playing, I'm like, oh, who's this? MGK? Mm-hmm. I vibe mm-hmm. with MGK in a shuffle kind of uh, environment. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you, I you took a risk, but shout out you. It's a big risk. And then the funniest thing, Jake, if you're oh, listening yeah, yeah, to yeah. this, we were looking at the uh, messages. Neil got, <laughs> I should have mm-hmm. won like, 80 to something, 80 to 20, because this one dude voted. He said, Oh, shoot, dude, I meant to press on Miles, but you know, it'd be like, that. Yeah, next time, clearly, but there's always next time. Okay, and um, uh, this, this is not the, not the vibe, <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but you heard it here first. Vibe check, this is true. My playlist is approved <laughs> by Dell, so I'm, I'm musician certified. All right. So we're gonna take a little hey, hey Niels was pretty good. Niels was pretty good too, though. I'm not you know, I like. Once like, <laughs> you take those two songs away from MGK, it's pretty good. <laughs> oh man! All right, so a little bit of a transition. Uh, I follow you on Twitter. I see. I hate to say this. I hate to see it because I'm a Cowboys Ooh. fan, but you're a big Ooh. Redskins fan. Big big oh ooh. yeah, yes, sir. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are your uh, expectations for the season? Oh, I'm not gonna lie to you. I expect to go like I, six and ten or something like that. Okay, okay. At least I'll respect that. You're you're mm-hmm. a realistic uh, Redskins fan, from what you sound Bro, like when you said that. Did you did you see last year? I'm sorry. Like, there's no way. There's no yeah. way this team can just like become that good to snap on the button. You know. You know my problem is with Redskins um, fans is, is y'all think you get one person and they're gonna just change your entire trajectory. That, that's facts. Like, like y'all can sign a kicker and you're like, we're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> it's crazy to me, but that's facts. It's nice to hear that you're a reasonable um, Redskins fan. So yeah, respect. I'm, I'm kind of reasonable. See, like I might the, my, the only reason I might be reasonable this season is because we didn't sign anyone big. <laughs> I'm being yeah. honest with you. Chase you Young, though, free agency. Oh, true. He makes the impact. Hopefully, I hope so. That man's a beast. Yeah, hometown hero too. So you gotta respect that. And then. Did you um, watch the draft this past weekend? I guess you did if you're a Redskins fan, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, which is okay. always on my TV. Yeah. So the number one draft pick, uh, Joe Burrow, scheduled to make a little more than $36 million over four years. Woo. What would be the first thing you do with that contract? What's the first thing you're doing? First thing I do when I get $36 million? Yeah. Shoot, I'm going to go – 
I'm I'm gonna go to like Texas Day Resort or something like that. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm gonna eat good first. It's the very first thing I'm doing. You know, Texas Day Resort. That just reminded me. I had to fight with my prom group senior year to go there, right? Because they were like mm-hmm. they're so expensive. I'm like, do you understand what Texas Day Brazil is? <laughs> and we get there, right? I had a fever. I was sick on prom night. You go to oh, Texas for real? Brazil, all that money, bro. I could not hang. I was my plan was a grub. I had like one plate called a day, so. Redemption. If you don't get that contract, bro, I'm rolling with you to Texas State. Brazil. Oh yeah, no, nah, hey, nah, everybody's coming with me to Texas State Brazil with my 36 million. Shoot. <laughs> so, where do you see yourself in five years, music wise? <laughs> music wise? Oh, that's a that's a scary question. I, <laughs> man, I man, I I don't I don't even know. Like, mm-hmm. shoot, like I don't even know where I'll be in a year, like music wise. Like, yeah. What's your goal? Like, where I'm at? Where do you see my this goal? taking you? Yeah, where do you see this taking you? I, def- I definitely feel like I, ha- I like I have like the t- talent to be able to get signed, like especially like with, with what I'm working with now. Like, sure. Um, some some of my like some of my stuff last year, like in the, at the time period, I was like, bro, I don't understand why this isn't working out for me. But like now, I've had time to reflect and I understand like where my missteps were. But like especially now, like with the music I've been working on lately, like I think it's def- I think it's definitely good enough, and I think this next project will definitely uh, be a big thing for me. So. I mean, I'm just saying. Hopefully, five years down the line, like I made it. But if not, I have five fun yeah, making music. Yeah, yeah, I'm still doing it there. For sure, for sure. That's a lot of respect. Yeah. So, um, you know, Dell, thanks for coming on the show. We really, um, you know, enjoy your music. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> big time. Uh, guest ever. That's big time for us. That's big time. You made yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> you know, thanks, thanks for uh, listening to the show and everything. We had a good time talking to you. If you haven't listened to, um. Any of Dell's music yet? Give it a listen. Yes. Posted on our links. Go check it out. Give them a listen. Yeah, yeah. Before we let you go, any shout outs you want to give or anything? Any shout? Any shout outs? So shoot, I want to give a shout out to Soul. Okay. Um, I just became a staff member for Soul, so y'all should check that out. Um, so yeah, I want to thank y'all. Like, I watched our first episode. Like, and on, on like, and honestly, I wasn't expecting much because like, so I, I've seen some people try podcasts and it's just they don't okay. know what they're doing. But like, y'all were having really engaging conversations. And the fact that that was just your first episode at the time, I was like, yeah, yeah, this is definitely something. This is definitely something uh, that could be big because like y'all, y'all just have that, distinct personalities. You explain yeah. yourself well, and it's just dope to see. So yeah, we, we appreciate that. We appreciate that for sure, for sure. All right, so uh, thank you guys for tuning into uh, episode three of Vibe Check. Mm-hmm. Thanks again for having uh, Dell on the show. Go check out yep. our music. Go check out our episodes, and we'll catch y'all next time.